Hey, hey there, everybody. <laughs> happy trails, happy trails, everybody. Happy trails to you. How are you? How are everybody out there? Welcome again to Happy Trails Podcast. I'm Dr. Blaine McLaughlin. And I have with me Dr. Matt Bynum, and we are a couple dentists. You know, I noticed that, I thought of that the other day, Matt. We don't really introduce ourselves very well. So if somebody joins in in the middle of this podcast and don't, don't start at the are. beginning, they don't know who the hell we are. <laughs> so let's so, start over. Let's start hey. over. Hey, hey, we've got our radio voice on. And uh, right. I want to introduce my partner, Dr. Blaine McLaughlin from Robbins, Iowa. And with me, we have Dr. Matt Bynum from Greenville, South Carolina. Welcome to our podcast, Happy Trails. We are Happy a couple trails. dentists, couple dentists who have decided to uh, to phase out of dentistry and phase into multifamily real estate, so we can provide some passive income and wealth uh, for our families and ourselves, and, and yeah, ourselves too. Yeah, don't don't leave us out don't, of that equation. Leave, that's true. So there we go. Here we are, and uh, so we started this podcast to help teach people, and because uh, we want you guys to learn with us, and uh, we want to help you out as best we can. And it's in dentistry; that's kind of what we do. Is is all our whole careers? All we're doing is trying to help people make them better, and so they can live uh, better lives. And we can do the same thing with uh, multifamily real estate. Absolutely, right on. Well, well said. Thank you. Thank you. First well time, said. first time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you so, know, hey, talk about uh, our listenership and viewerships really starting to jump up. Yeah, yeah. Actually, YouTube is, cool. is starting to go a little bit on the crazy side. Yeah, um, kind of uh, cool. You know, that was kind of our last thing we got into, like Spotify and Apple Podcasts initially. Um, and then we're like, well, we better get a YouTube thing going. So uh, Happy Trails um, Happy Trails Real Estate is the YouTube channel to search for but um yeah the listenership there has has kind of uh gone up a lot so that's cool that's cool maybe a little traction going here a little traction yeah man love it so hey if you're if you're out there and you've shared the podcast or you've liked it and shared it with your friends on your sites or whatever thank you so very much and we encourage you to do the same thing every week yes please if do you're, it. And, help and if you're else. new if you're new welcome and you do the same or Blaine will find you. <laughs> I'll come after you, man. <laughs> he's, he's, he's mean, man. He can be mean. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you. So yeah, we're just a couple of real guys and we're going to talk about our experiences and what we've learned. And uh, today, actually, we're going to relate it back to dentistry. So um, today we're going to, uh, there's a lot of things we've learned in the dental field uh, and not just dentistry. And you guys are all, all you people are all going fixing teeth, you fix the teeth, you replace the tooth, you pull teeth, whatever. No, 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 no. We're talking about running the practice, which is something they never taught us in school. Not yeah. a freaking lick of anything on, on how to run a dental practice and how to run a business. And so we've had to learn that on our own. <clears throat> and we're going to talk to you about uh, the so a lot of the things that we've learned in running our multi-million dollar dental practices are going to help us be successful in our real estate um, real estate careers moving forward. And so we're going to roll through those. 
Yeah, and I got we got a great question from last week that's going to kind of tie into that, Blaine. So at the end, we'll take that question and uh, it'll just feed off of what we're talking about. But, you know, Blaine's absolutely right. We've worked so hard at learning dentistry and working on teeth. And yes, dentistry is absolutely about working on teeth and and things like that. But there's so much more than just crushing teeth. You know what I mean? It's it's really about the business end. It's about communication. It's about uh, employees. It's It's about all of that. And not not once did we learn any of it in any of our dental education whatsoever. I mean, if nope. if we went to some seminar or something that was outside of dental school, people would look at you like, why why would you do that? You know, you know. And on that note, Matt, if you go to a a dental education class and it's not about clinic dentistry, it doesn't count towards your continuing education hours. No, not at all, not at all. Even though it's probably the most important <laughs> yeah. thing that you can do. Because, right. you know, the fact of the matter is people is, yes, we're dentists, we work in teeth, but we, we run a business just like everybody else that's running a business out there. So um, this is this is exactly what we're going to relay today and how it corresponds with multifamily real estate. Yep, yep, yep. Boom. Bam. There you go. Boom. Boom. Here, put, just yep. put the mic up here. No one can see uh, Yeah. If you're on YouTube. I had to drop it down. I had to drop it down and boom. You should, you should grab your actual real mic. Mine's like, boom, bam. Okay. <laughs> uh, right you on. You know, the truth is Blaine and I just like looking at each other on the camera and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we've been, a, we, we go way back. We go way back to dental school for those of you who don't know. Oh, so God. that's been, it's been 30 years we've been working on, you know, started working on teeth. So. Uh, that's 30, more than that's more than 30. half of uh, my life did you know that yeah sure did and it's a sure lot, lot more than half of your life yeah yeah right on right on all right rock on let's lead, okay. lead the charge man lead the charge. well the first thing you know we we talk about hey when's the best time to get involved and why should you get involved in real estate and the first thing you got to do is get over your fear so most people don't do things because they're afraid and typically they, they're afraid of not knowing what's coming, right? They're afraid of the outcome because they don't know. Uh, and I think, uh, isn't that uh, Tony Robbins? Doesn't he talk about how every decision you make is is uh, gaining pleasure or avoiding pain? Fear would be considered pain. And so uh, everything you do, you're trying to avoid pain. And, and there's a big fear of the unknown. A lot of people don't know what's out there. And so they are stuck with where they are. And so uh, when you, when you're, when you're scared and you don't do anything, I mean, you know, you're going to procrastinate. You, you're, you're, there's going to be some self-doubt. You're not going to believe in yourself. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of negatives that come to that. And um, so we're trying to encourage everybody, Hey, we're here to help. And we can, we can help you get through this. We can help you get past that fear um, and, and, move on, right? And, and invest, start investing, start educating yourself, get going somehow. And, uh, you know, you got to take the step, you got to take the step. And he, this, this, I was, I was driving my son to college, dropping him off, uh, this week. Was that in, uh, was that in Lames? <laughs> that was, that was the Iowa State University in Lames, yeah. Iowa. <laughs> Lames, Lames, Iowa. Go if, you're from, if you're from Lames, uh, all we have to say is go Hawks. <laughs> we appreciate you. Go Hawks. I mean, they didn't, they did beat us in football last year, so we can't, you know, dog them too much because they got the upper hand, but 
that's not happening this year. No. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm sitting there and I'm driving I'm driving him to to Ames, and we're going through this this road that um, is it's a it's kind of a major highway and it goes from Cedar Rapids to Ames, which is about an hour and a half, and it's been two lane. When I when I was growing up, we used to drive on it. It was just a two lane highway, and it was always really busy. And they talked about making it four lanes. I'm like, okay, that's a good idea. Well, here we are. This is 30 some years later. They're finishing up the last segment of lane of the four lane, you know, should be done probably next year based on what I could tell. But I'm looking at all, I'm looking at 30 freaking trucks and all this stuff, hauling dirt and, and trying to level the ground and, you know, packing it down and they're taking they're taking the old the old road and they're crumbling it up into gravel so that it, it can uh, you know be a, a you know a base for the new road, and I'm I'm driving and I'm driving watching this for ten miles and I'm like wow that is to me that's overwhelming can you imagine you imagine how much dirt they have to put in this area right here because it's you know it's it's thirty feet fit forty feet below where I am they're going to level that off, and I'm just I, it's a daunting task I'm like how in the world and then I thought you know that's kind of like the real estate journey we're on people are like there's how in the world am i going to do all this well you know it's it's one step at a time one truckload of dirt have you ever heard the analogy matt how do you eat an elephant one truckload at a time <laughs> no uh, oh, one what? bite at a time oh one bite how do you yeah. eat an elephant one bite at a time one bite at a time yes and, i've heard and, that actually. yeah and so our, our real estate journey is just one step at a time if you look at and you're like how am I going to get to, uh, you know, owning, being a part, an owner in 2000 units? Mm. There's no way. I, that's mm. just it. You almost freeze out of fear. Right. But you got to start taking a step, take one step at a time, one step at a time, take another step. And eventually uh, you'll get where you want to go if you're persistent and, and keep rolling. You know, I think you're you're touching on something. Fear is the one thing that'll stop you dead in your tracks. You're absolutely right. I mean, if anybody out there is in the dental profession, you know exactly what we're talking about, that fear has been a uh, divisive force in your success, I'm sure. Why would I want to spend that money? Am I sure I'm going to gain that money back? Why do I want to invest in the technology? Why, why, why do I want to market? Why do I want to add another hygienist, another dental assistant, another doctor, another room, another blah, 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 blah. Well, same thing when it comes to investing, right? Why do I want to add more to my portfolio? Why do I want to invest in this one more fund? Why do I want to take part in this one more apartment complex? Well, I think before you can do that, you also have to have some clear goals. You got to have some things that you're working towards, you know, like Blaine starts our show every time saying who we are and why we why we got involved in this and why we well, decided we're gonna to do sit, we're gonna do that from now on we're gonna do that from now on we, we haven't done <laughs> we're maybe gonna say we who we are it. from now on <laughs> yeah maybe we started it and then we kind yeah. of tapered off but yeah you know the truth is is we're trying to we're trying to better ourselves to position ourselves and our families so that we can be better off so we don't have to sit behind that dental chair the entire time because the truth of the matter is my body's not gonna make it i'll just i mean the the fact of the matter I've been doing this for right at about 30 years and my back is wore out. And by this point, I have friends in the dental profession. They've already been out for five, six, seven years for whatever reason. So, I mean, the fact that Blaine and I are still going means a lot because, uh, 
you know, we're still able to withstand or at least just take the pain. You know what I mean? But yeah. 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 So you're, you're right. Baby steps, one bite at a time, one step at a time, whatever it takes. But at some point you got to pull the trigger. Yeah. You can't let fear yeah. override everything. You have to pull the trigger. And for me, being at that first Brad Sumrock course where I had no idea what I was going to hear, I, I went eyes open, ears open. And within about 30 minutes, I started getting mad. I mean, I got to tell you, I was getting pissed and I could feel myself getting mad, not necessarily at the dental profession and not so much getting mad at just myself, but getting mad that this is not being taught to everybody. <laughs> and then later I realized why it's not being taught to everybody. And that's because it's like a secret people. I mean, you want to you want to invest and turn some numbers to help people and help yourselves. Real estate is the one thing that has withstood the test of time over mm -hmm. and over and over. This is the true way to invest for your future. And um, after about halfway through the first day of that Sum Rock event, there was a lunch, and I remember sitting there just stewing and. I just, I raised my hand and I'm not somebody that at an event like that, I'd be like, Hey, I want to talk to people. I really don't. You'd think that maybe that's not true, but I don't. And I remember sitting there and I raised my hand. I said, I'm pissed because here I am. I've been busting my butt for nearly 30 years. And just when I thought that I'd been doing the right thing, because we were told invest with your financial advisor, they'll be the ones to direct you. And yes, the stock market is the best way to do it. I heard this just recently with somebody the stock market's the best place. And yeah, you just got to ride the wave. It kind of just this over time, this is what it does. And and they're right over time it does. But for the last several years, I've been down here. Where's my yep. down way down here. And you know what? I don't know when the time is to come up because right now the rates and everything aren't looking too great. People have lost money. I've lost money. Blaine's lost money. It doesn't look too, too profitable for me. And that not only grips me with a little bit of anger, but for a lot of people that should grip them with a little bit of fear is what's on the other side. Well, I'm finally taking control of it. Blaine's taking control of it. The fear is no longer a part of our future. And what we're going after is finally deciding to take that step. Yes. It starts with passively investing in probably a few properties, but then we move from passive investors into partners and then we're doing our own deals. And this is exactly the progression that happens. Nobody stepped in and said, hey, I'm going to be an apartment guru and just buy this apartment complex. Well, maybe some crazy people. Some people have. probably have, yeah. <laughs> yeah some people might. Wouldn't make sense. But to learn the process along the way is the most important thing. And um, meeting people in the game and understanding how it works, it's the baby steps. And Blaine, you're absolutely right. Step out, step out of the fear and take this first step. Take the first bite. That's first bite of that elephant. Yep. Like Kobayashi. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. So here's, I, I think I got, I got six things listed here. We may do six. We may do seven, eight. I don't know. Of uh, We may do three. We, we may do three. Yeah. Uh, they may all mold together. Uh, different things that, that we've learned in, in dentistry that we need in, in multifamily real estate. And you've heard us talk about this every single podcast. Number one, relationships. Relationships are so key. And, you know, I look back at um, a successful dentist, non, number one, 
not, not only are they clinically adequate, right? But typically you're not going to have a lot of patients who, who sit there and, and look at the margin of the filling and the polish and all that and go, oh yeah, you're a great dentist. I, I want you to do that again because you, it polished really nice. You know, they're, what, what they're looking for is somebody that freaking cares, and I mean, so they're looking for a relationship and you got to form these relationships with people. And that's one of the things I think I'm pretty good at is being able to, to find the good in almost everybody and, and work on that and, you know, be friendly and kind and caring to anybody that walks in, even if they're coming in and they're pissed or whatever, and you know, they're a jerk. I always, you know, try to make them laugh. I'm always kind of calm and cool and, and say, hey, we'll get through this. And uh, so relationships with your patients, they're going to go tell their friends. And that's how a dental practice is uh, it grows. And that, that's the main way mine has grown over the years. Yep. It, hey, I always say we're, we're not in the teeth business. We're in the people business. Yeah, totally. Totally. We're in the people business. It just happens to work on teeth. So yep. 100% behind you, relationship, 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 not only with the public and the community and the patients at large, but you got to be able to do the same thing with the team that's driving your force. If you don't develop relationships with the people that are running your business game, you ain't got a business game. I assure you. So you, you look at the people that are successful. It's the people that treat others the way they'd want to be treated. And one of the coolest parts of the real estate that I've learned, Blaine, in regards to relationship is the, the sense of community that you're helping to grow and build in yeah. the people that are in the apartment complexes that that to me yeah. is the one thing that i didn't even realize cool. that was really nope. part of it i was just I like hey we can invest <laughs> and make some money this is great right. but you know part of being a dentist because we love helping people and we love inspiring and and doing things like that for other people because we care well in the in the investment game the multifamily game it's no different we get to do the same thing in apartment communities that affect you know lots of people you know 150 250 300 doors of people so that's exciting. And um, yep, 100% behind you. Yeah, you got to build those relationships. And of course, in, in the real estate world, it, relationships with with investors, like which we're doing right now. We're building yep. that with you guys, uh, relationships with brokers, attorneys, uh, insurance people, uh, you know, all that stuff. Man, management, man, 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 management. Management. Companies. There you go. Man, I need to start drinking more. <laughs> company. So, so building relationships is, uh, is key. I mean, that's obviously number one. So number two, uh, one of the things that we do a lot in our practices is we leverage people. Mm. So um, our, our coworkers are obviously trained in specific areas, dental assistants, work with helping us with the patient, dental hygienists, uh, deal with uh, cleaning the teeth and educating on hygiene. We have business uh, receptionists and stuff like that who help check people in and, and get, collect the money. Um, they're all they're all involved in this. And you know so our practices, I have 12 employees in in my dental practice, Matt. Woo, how many you got? I got nine, 10, nine. including me. Okay. So, so, you know, I mean, we're in, in, of course we can't do all that. I mean, I suppose we could, we could probably do all that. Mm -hmm. um, actually, my dad is a dentist and he, he cleaned a lot of teeth and that's just how he wanted to do it. But, 
we're looking at growing things a little bigger and better uh, from our perspective. And so um, we are using these people and their skills to build the practice. And uh, so I would consider that leveraging our coworkers and, and we're not taking advantage of them. We're, we're creating a good environment for them. Uh, you know, we're both freaking, as you guys know, we're how, we're awesome and super fun. And you can't, can you imagine working for us? Just how, ask how, us, how just ask us, just ask us how great it is. Cause it's, <laughs> it's awesome. No doubt. Yep. We are so great. Just ask us. <laughs> uh, oh man. So that goes, that goes with, I mean, in the, in the real estate world, you got to be able to leverage people again, not only build those relationships, but use those skills. Those other people have some people are really good at, at underwriting and they're really good at numbers. Um, Matt doesn't, he, he looks at a, a, a page of numbers and, and like his eyes cross and he starts frothing at the mouth. He can't figure it out, you know? And so some people are good at that. Some people aren't, some people are good at talking to other people, relating to other people, uh, you know, and, and so you gotta, you gotta be able to leverage the people that know uh, their specific spot and uh, uh, everybody has a role, right? Everybody's got a role in our office. Everybody's got a role in the real estate in real estate business. If you're, if you're putting a deal together. So, uh, you, you know, I think I put this example down about a, a beehive. Everybody, you, you've seen, you know, all these hives of bees, right? And this, these bees will freaking follow their queen anywhere, anywhere she goes. And, and they're like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I just find it fascinating. Uh, nature is fascinating in general, but um, all the bees have a specific, a specific role, right? Some of them make the honey, right? Some of them clean the queen. Some of them build the the nest and they all have a specific role. And so uh, that's how these beehives get, get built. And that's why we can enjoy delicious honey. <laughs> Matt's just laughing over there. Where where did that analogy come from? It's great, I isn't know, it? What is the transfer between the bee and the, who's the, that cleans the bee? Who cleans the doctor? What's, <laughs> what's happening? What? What? <laughs> Got him. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, so you guys, uh, you guys understand that's a great metaphor. That's that's a if you if you uh really like that metaphor, let us know <laughs> in the comments if, below. If you're if you're thinking after hearing this that you're like, what in the hell did Blaine say? Just let let us know that too, because uh, oh, you know, everything comes off the cuff. It's off of the top of the dome here. <laughs> We're just we spit it out. Sometimes you know we we stutter like Blaine did. Who knows? We just, it just happens the way that it happens, but yeah, you know, leveraging other people. Yes. Uh, Blaine in particular is talking about the GP team that, you know, some people are good with numbers. Some people are good with um, relationships. Some people are good at uh, raising capital, all those things. I, I want to take that even further. Um, leveraging, um, not only are we leveraging other people, we're leveraging other people's money. Uh, because the truth of the matter is if we're going to get involved in kind of investing it, it involves money. And I think utilizing other people who are also in the same position, those of you that we're talking to that are in need to put money somewhere that's going to grow. You have to know, like, and trust the people that are directing you and leading you. And you're going to place your money with those people. So that way you can leverage your money to then double it, triple it, do whatever it's going to do rather than sit somewhere and lose. 
So we're not only leveraging uh, other people, we're leveraging their money. And we take that very seriously. I mean, I think any quality GP group, their first intent is to grow money for their investors. And, uh, you know, it should be, should be, and, yeah, it better and, be. And, you know, we're starting with uh, the first place that you probably would start would be as an LP or a passive investor, a limited partner. And, and the way that you do that is you find somebody just like uh, Blaine and I, or uh, some of the people that we put our faith and trust and money in and leveraged ourselves and our money with other people to do the very same. And, and we're watching our money grow and we're watching the, the complexes take off. So we're at that early stage where we're starting to see these things expand. So as we grow, we get to share that with you. And that's the greatest thing I think about this podcast is we get to take you on the journey with us, whether you've jumped into the courses with us or not. And you get to see the pitfalls that we've fallen into and, and the highs and the lows and every bit of it. So um, absolutely leveraging other people. Love it. Yeah. And, and you mentioned the money too. Uh, that's one on the list too. You got to be able to, to use uh, good debt, right? Um, everybody hears the word debt. Uh, well, not everybody, but a lot of people hear the word debt. And they're like, oh man, I don't want to get in debt. I need to get out of debt. Don't ever do it. It's bad. Don't ever borrow money. Pay it all off. <clears throat> well, that that some in some instances, that's good. Sometimes you can use it to your advantage. In the dental world, there's a lot of times I've taken out a loan to buy a piece of equipment or something like that because I know it's going to make uh, a better process and it's going to help my patients better. And so I'll take that loan out and I'll use it to help the patients. And in return, uh, I can be more profitable as well. And so um, you're, you're leveraging the good debt in, in, in dentistry to maybe do that. I mean, and there's also in, in real estate, right? You're leveraging good debt from the bank or, or lending agency to, to help uh, increase the value uh, over time um, by using their money instead of yours. I believe it was in Jerry Maguire where he said, help me help you help me help you that's the whole point yeah. and yeah you've got to have uh you've got to have that good debt you've got to have the money to be able to back that and support that um but it all stems from the beginning like we started with relationship so um you know another way we can leverage in our dental practices blaine is through technology yeah so same thing in our dental practices applies to uh to multifamily so I'll give you, for instance, there is equipment out there in dentistry that uh, will actually um, take an impression of your tooth. It'll make the crown and then the dentist can put it in your mouth. We actually have equipment out there right now that you can put inside your mouth. It will detect where it needs to go. It will drill into your mouth where the implant is supposed to go and it'll place the implant without you being a part of it. Is that crazy? That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's assuming you have. That's assuming you have no teeth, everybody. Just yeah. <laughs> that's assuming. Well, you can do it with teeth too. Can you? Yeah, like it can single? register single. Yeah, single implants. Wow. That right. assumes actually what it assumes is that you have a very still patient. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but the whole point is the technology is there to advance the profession and to help the patients, just like you mentioned earlier. Same thing applies with multifamily. Two ways I think about this, and you can chime in, is two ways to think about technology is how to analyze the properties and things totally. using Analyzer, the technology that's involved in that. I'll let you speak on that. And the other thing is the technology that you're providing to the particular investments in the multifamily um, in investments, opportunities, uh, apartment complexes. 
How about a technology package that you're updating for somebody in an apartment complex? They're used to just sticking that key in the hole and four deadbolts and a, one of those locks that comes over and yeah. slides that you can pick and do all those things. What about technology that's using your phone now where you pop your phone up to the to the deadbolt and it opens it? You know, things like that, that you can walk in and say, Alexa, turn on my thermostat down to 67. So things of that nature, there are so many things at our disposal that will improve the quality of a complex that allows rent rates to go up and allows modern conveniences for people that would never be able to afford the modern conveniences. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah that's cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, the analyzer stuff, I mean, just not only that, um, you know, to, to take all the numbers and put them in a, in a spreadsheet. And uh, I was talking to one of our, our friends who does a lot of investing and in, in she was telling me that she spent like $15,000 on a, on an analyzer. And that's just like, again, a spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah. And that's just because it's needed and yeah. to, to, to do all this. So you get the proper numbers and you can get good projections. Um, but you're also using technology or, you know, there's this thing called the internet that is out there. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but I don't, I don't uh, trust the internet. <laughs> you can find how much information can you find on that? I mean, that's that gives us the opportunity from Iowa and South Carolina to invest in, say, Texas, and we can find rental comps down there, just you know, sitting at our desk. We can we can find management companies and and brokers and stuff like that, and we don't have to actually be present there. So, uh, you know, that that stuff's all good. You got to leverage leverage technology um, to uh, to help you move forward. Okay, next, uh, the I think the last one I had, and maybe Matt will add something, maybe he won't, um, but you, you leveraging- You never know. Right, you never know. Hold on, don't leave yet. Don't flip that dial. Hold my beer, watch this. <laughs> you gotta be able to leverage a mentor, right? I mean, that's, how many times you heard that? You, you hear that almost as much as you hear, um, you gotta have good relationships. I hear mentor, mentor, mentor. And and that's been so key in um, the dental world for me and in the uh, real estate world as well. Uh, you know, I go into, I go back to dentistry and uh, I actually have the, the pleasure of one of my mentors I'm on the podcast with right here. This guy has taught me so much and led me down so many roads in dentistry that's made my office better, made my practice better uh, and made me a better person that uh, it's it's inspiring. He's an inspiring guy. You should Thank listen you, man. To him. When he talks, you should freaking listen to him. Because <laughs> that makes me always, feel good. That made my. Always, that, I just I felt a, a extra beat in my heart right there. Oh yeah, oh, that's special. Well, Thank you, man. It's, it's, it's Thank true. You've you taught you. a lot, a lot of classes, and I mean, I think my my first big dental course was out at uh, LVI, and and we were learning. Yeah. I was learning how to do veneers, and Matt was uh, my instructor. So, Long time ago. I think yeah. I forgot so many things along the years, but yeah, I, you know, mentorship starts, you know, for me, it started with, uh, uh, the, the person that I joined practice with in dentistry, Craig Carlson in San Antonio, Texas. And you want to know the crazy thing here? We are almost 30 years later. And Craig Carlson's the one that brought me and got me involved in multifamily real estate, got <laughs> me involved with, uh, with Brad Sumrock's group and, uh, getting involved in one of the deals that, uh, I'm now, uh, uh, yep. code co GP on so San Antonio deal. Yeah. Yeah. The San Antonio. So it, it's something that, um, you never know the impact you're going to have with people, you know? And I, and I think that the thing that goes along with mentorship is 
always wanting to be better and grow and always be willing to share yourself in a very transparent fashion. I think if, if somebody's doing so in a fashion that's deceptive, then you're not going to be attracted to that person. And you're certainly not going to want to follow what they're saying, but you know, I believe in finding great people and, and spending time with great people, which is why I hang out with that guy right there yeah. when I can. And, uh, you know, he said, I make him a better person. He makes me a better person. He keeps me in line and, uh, he keeps me wanting to grow more because as he grows, I grow. And, yeah. you know, in the end, I, you know, we decided that at the end of our lives, we want to be together with our families in our lives. You know what I mean? And we've, we've been together for a long, long time through dental school and our other friends that we hang out with and, and that's who we want to spend time with. And that's what means the most to us, but you know, finding out the mentor to follow, serving as a mentor for others. Uh, I'm doing the same in my practice now in my dental practice with an associate. You've done the same yeah. with your associate. So it means it means an awful lot to do all those things for sure. Um, I was going to take a little side note. I was reading something earlier today, and this applies to multifamily, but um, the number of homeless people around the country has surged to an all record pace reaching new peaks in the number of cities is up this year surged 11%. The normal, the normal homeless rate is usually increasing at about 2.7%. This year so far, it's up by 11%, which translates into 577,000 people. Now, you take everything that we just talked about. Can we have any influence at all in potentially developing and growing communities to get some of these 577,000 people off the street and into apartments? Is it possible that we can have an impact on those around us that we're working with to change this number? I think it's absolutely mind-bottling. I say mind-bottling. <laughs> Your I mind would, gets I all would be mind-boggling to me, but maybe it's bottling to it's you. It's mind where your mind gets all confused, like in a bottle. <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a Step Brothers uh, Academy Award-winning movie <laughs> quote. So if you're not familiar, go watch it. <laughs> oh, and by the way, who's got <laughs> your got money? Your money. <laughs> no, but this is up uh, in California. This is I read this. This is crazy. California houses. Half of the nation's homeless population. Holy cow. Is that insane? Wow. I'm I'm sitting here thinking to myself, wow. Denver has seen a 32% surge since last year. New York hit a record high with 100,000 people in shelters, doubling since 2021. I again, why yeah. multi why multifamily real estate people? This is really simple. Just pay attention to what's going on around you. Rates are astronomical, coming up, coming down, whatever the case. The requirements now to get a loan, to buy a house are becoming even increasingly more difficult. And if you were able to acquire the financing to get a home, can you sustain the payments every month to maintain the home, especially with what's happening with inflation, with rates and everything else? There is such a shortage of apartment complexes in the country. Sumrock said this. I've read this in other uh, newsletters and and yeah. other places. It's not just one person saying nope, this. They're all saying it. This is this At is least across for the next decade. 
Yes, across the across the board. So they're also moving now into build to rent homes, much like instead of building a, an apartment complex, they're building communities of homes where you go in and rent the home. And you don't have the option to buy it, just to rent it, because some people want to have the ability to have a home as opposed to have an apartment complex. But it has to start somewhere. These people cannot afford the homes, so they're looking for apartment complexes. Check it out for yourself. But this is exactly why Blaine and I have gotten into this. And just reading this this morning, I was thinking, man, can we really have an impact on other people that's much bigger than just developing a better investment for us? And this is the altruistic form that we talk about. We're, we're leveraging people, but yes, we're helping so many others get their lives together. And uh, that was the community thing we talked about earlier. And I don't know, it's really cool to be a part of something like that. So just a little side note. Nice. I'd add that. Nice addition, Matt. That's an interesting fact. Wow, California half the freaking half. It's crazy. I was just I was reading this thinking, no way. It's insane. Wow. Insane. Wow. Anyway. All right. Well, that's that's those were some of the things that I've learned in dentistry that uh, I, I can we can use to build our real estate portfolio and our real estate team. Uh, and uh, unless Matt has something else to add, we'll get to our question. No, let's hit the I think question. He had a question and <clears throat> yeah. So the question we got was this. Dear Matt and Blaine, I'm a fellow dentist. And I know a lot of what you're talking about and how you feel, at least translate over your podcast, with running a business and wondering where your money is. Why would I as a dentist invest in real estate and especially multifamily real estate? That's a great question. So what's really cool is we were talking about dentistry today. So I think that in itself is <laughs> yeah. uh, how it links in, but I'll answer and then I'll let Blaine give his two cents. But I think why real estate? Well, I said it earlier, real estate has been the one thing that's been proven over the test of time, much better than the stock market. It's been consistently across the board. We're not making any more land. At least I don't, well, the only place that they're making more land is in Hawaii. And that's when the they're lava comes some... up. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. But outside of that, God ain't making any more land. So it is what it is, but the population continues to grow. So guess what, people? I think there are ways to uh, increase your investment potential for yourself and your families, and that is through real estate, number one. Number two, why multifamily real estate? Well, that's why we have this podcast, people, because you can leverage money, you can leverage people, you can leverage time, you can leverage all the things that we mentioned today that associate with your business and what you do for a living and you can put it into the multifamily market and still come out ahead by helping others to grow and giving them potential to have a life at the same time as doing the same thing for yourselves and your investors. So I, I, I'm just a firm believer that multifamily has become a mainstay for me that once dentistry finally ends and we're, we're trying to figure out how to taper this, how to land this plane so we can still ride off into the sunset. But even to do so, we still have to have a living somewhere because my 401k didn't cover me, that's for sure. <laughs> and we know Blaine's shared his. It ain't covering him either. 3%. So, 3%. Yeah. So we, we've we got to have an avenue. And and for the dentist that wrote this question in, this is, this is going to prove to be your avenue, I assure you. Jump in the rabbit hole with us. Keep keep listening every week. Write questions. Hell, if you got the chance to come to Dallas with Blaine and I, that's still option. So come with us, people. Contact us and just come and if you're going and, and you haven't told us, make sure you come up and see us during the event, introduce yourself and 
uh, be glad to sit down and talk and maybe have a drink or something like that. But uh, yeah. that's the that's the answer I'd give. What about you? Yeah, no, I mean that covered a lot of it. Uh, you know, real estate has has a tendency to be recession resistant, not maybe recession proof, but recession resistant. So we got a lot of inflation over the last uh, year, two years uh, in the in the world, and so uh, you know that hurts a lot of people because price is going up. Well, if you look at uh, if you look at rents, rents in general tend to follow inflation. So, uh, you know, so there's so you can hedge that a little bit, uh, you know, if you're if you're in this multifamily thing. So it's not again, the, I've seen the stock market go up and down and it's totally seems to be emotional with with the economy. Um, but uh, there are some things built into real estate if it's done right, especially multifamily. Where you can uh, you can ride those waves a lot easier, and so again, that's one of the reasons I've I've decided to go full bore into this, and uh, and again, it was it was it's so enlightening and and so refreshing to to hear about the people that you can help in these communities. It, again, it's not I didn't even think about that when I started mm -hmm. in this, you know, mm -hmm. and all of a Me sudden <clears throat> they're talking about hey, we're gonna we're gonna make this pool really nice. We're gonna have a barbecue area for the families i'm like oh that's so cool man that's awesome and you know have events and stuff like that and uh it's it's super it's super cool that uh that we can do stuff like that so there's always something it. there's always something much bigger than ourselves isn't there yeah well yeah sometimes, even bigger even bigger than you yeah well that's big because sometimes big. Sometimes you got to reach to find it, but uh, <laughs> hey, but big is getting smaller. Big is not as smaller. It's not as big as before. Cold plunge, cold plunge, cold plunge is working. Hey, I I had a guy. Um, all right, we had a carpet cleaner. Uh, come and he cleaned the carpets in the house, and we haven't seen him for a while. And uh, he's just he's like the nicest freaking guy in the world. And so he sent me a he sent me a um, a, a text or something. He's got this signature on his text, and it says uh american carpet cleaning or i think uh, all american carpet cleaning and cold plunge <laughs> master and i'm like what are you kidding me and i i forgot yesterday i was gonna send him a text go all right bill what the heck's up with this cold plunge thing and i gotta i gotta see what he does what you he has to find say out. about that because <laughs> i yeah i i was i just threw me for a loop <laughs> i'm gonna change my title Matt Bynum, dentist and cold plunge extraordinaire. <laughs> Your signature. Listen, I got a friend that just jumped on. He started jumping on the cold plunge wagon and he said he he converted a freezer, right? Because that's one way to do this stuff. If you don't want to spend money, you convert a freezer. And uh, he's converted a freezer and he said, I've spent less than 200 bucks. And and I'm thinking to myself, I, hell, I wouldn't even fit in that damn thing. I don't know how you're going to fit there, but. Uh, anyway, so he's, he said he's been in it. And I said, well, what, what was the temperature you went in? He says, man, it was like 50, 52 degrees or something. <laughs> and I oh, said, man. well, I said, real, real men plunge. That's cute. That's real men, real men plunge below 40 this morning. We were, uh, Luke and I, we plunged cause John went back to school. Like you dropped, you dropped Caden yeah. off in lames and we dropped, uh, uh, John off in Clampson, Clampson, Clampson. But we uh, we were thirty five degrees this uh, morning. It's terrible. Uh, how long were you in it? Ten minutes. Uh, Ten minutes. It's I'm terrible. I'm I'm gonna I'll see if I can do a minute or two, man. When I when I get there for Thanksgiving. So update because I didn't have an update last Monday. 
down 22 pounds. 22. I'm in the 270s now, baby. Wow. Down 22, seven inches off the stomach. All right. Four inches off the chest and an inch and a half off the waist. How about that? All right, man. One day you're going to look in the screen, people. You're going to go, is that Blaine or is that Matt? Yeah. Which one's which? (laughs) Ah, fantastic. Anyway, cool. All right. Cold plunge. Jump in. Hey, what an episode, man. Thanks for uh, spending the afternoon. What late, late morning with me, dude. Uh, it it's I don't even know. Yeah, it? it's it's noon here. Oh well, so I'm hungry. It's, I it's go afternoon eat. for you. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Right on. Hey, go have some honey on a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, because and then think about yes. how that honey was made in that beehive. I'm gonna think so differently about bees yes. forever. Man, so, yeah. Hey, organization. Chime in down below. You know, chime in. <laughs> hey, for us. Happy trails. Yes. Share and like our, our podcast. Let's get this out there. Share it with other people. Next week we'll be uh we will be together. And uh might be a little yes. different next week. We're not sure how next week's gonna roll, but we'll be in Dallas. And yes. so, you know, maybe we'll do a, a bunch of little video interviews or something with some people down there. That's kind of what I'm hoping. Yeah, excited to uh to bring some of that info to you guys and uh maybe we'll film some of the events and at least showcase what it looks yeah, like yeah. and, and sure. little clips or something like that. That'd be cool. Right. So uh hey, love you guys. Have a great weekend, be awesome, and uh, happy trail. Happy trails. Just sing a song and think.